Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. It's January 4th, 2024. We always we, we, uh, did our first show in the new year yesterday, and in case you missed it, you can go back and listen to it. But I did say Happy New Year to everybody, so I won't do it all week long so that you know I'm you missed the show you still get a good happy new year from me we got a good one today for you here we're going to be talking about a new project coming down from the library of congress it's called the music of us u.s okay you like usa okay and it's a whole project dedicated to using music as a cultural and historical touchstone in social studies classes Okay, and two of the people who are going to be putting it together, Bert Snow and Dave McCool, are with us here today. And Dave, that's a great last name for doing music. Dave is the CEO of McCool, Cool Music, a CEO of Muzzy Lane, and Bert runs Bert Snow and Company, both in the Boston area. And I'll be with them in one second. I just want to remind everybody that we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org, and that's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity in Education which we think is really important. If you everything we do over there is free, go over there. Our magazine is there. The website is always really interesting. Well, our podcasts like this one are archived over there, plus a ton of other information, including information about our awards program. So please check it all out. Again, all free over at ace-ed.org. And I've got three lines open and two guests. So let me take a shot here and see where I am. Okay. Let me ask, first of all, Dave, are you there? I am here. Hey, Dave. It's Larry here. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Great to meet you. Yeah, thank you very much. Great to meet you, too. And I, I usually ask how the weather is, but I know because I'm up here in southern Maine and you're down somewhere in the Boston area. Where are you in the Boston area, by the way? Uh, we're in Newburyport, so a little bit north of Boston. New, beautiful Newburyport. If people all over the country are listening, if you haven't been to New England, check out Newburyport. It's gorgeous. Let's find out where, Bert, are you there? I sure am. Hi, Bert. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us on. And uh, that's my pleasure. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful gray day in Newburyport. But uh, <laughs> oh, you're there too. Okay, good. Newburyport, beautiful, yeah. by the way. It really is. Yeah. My kids grew up in Exeter, New Hampshire. Just so you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with the area. Okay, it's yeah. all good stuff. All right, and up here, I'm up here in Southern Maine right now. I am curious. This is a great project. It's from the kind of Library of Congress. Okay, it's a good, and and just to, I don't know where to start on this one because it's so complicated and so cool. Uh, I, I it's going to be you're going to be creating a resource that teachers can use to use music, okay, as a touchstone of learning civics and history and democracy and all that sort of stuff. And I think I'm going to let you guys explain it better, and I'll start because B comes before D. I'll start with Bert. Great. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so, Let's explain it. Um, yeah. So um, I've been part of uh, a successful project with the library called Kids Citizen, which is about uh, exploring history and civics through, through historical photographs. And that <laughs> really got me wondering about whether, you know, and so you can you can imagine right exploring a photograph like you tap on the photograph you zoom in on it you think about what you're seeing a picture of and it got me really thinking about how could we do something similar with music right music is very different it's you know you're listening to it um and so i had been thinking about this and um you know the library of congress uh put out uh through this initiative called the lewis houghton initiative 
they put out a call for projects for learning about civics and democracy through the arts, and they specifically were thinking about music. And I just thought, you know, this is, this is a chance to really explore whether this is possible. Um, and, and I should say, and doing everything that I'm describing on screens. So, so that really was the inspiration. You know, could we make something where, you know, your students are listening to music, and as the music is going by, they're listening for something interesting in it that then they can tap mm -hmm. and they can connect to the history. It might be the history of, of the musician, of the time, you know, something in the style of music that tells you something about, about where mm -hmm. music was going or the history of the time. And then from tapping, they can then, you know, make connections to that history and to our history as a nation, right? To, to our civic life because you know music music is a huge part of our culture and musicians have been important you know important figures in in the development of our history you know beyond just the development of musical styles absolutely i couldn't agree with you more by the way i love it by the way you're talking to a former history teacher who just loves anything to do with something like this that creates a whole new way to explore civics and american history in particular and even world history okay i want to ask you and before we go on with the music is kid citizen still available for everybody you still working on that it sure is it's uh it's it's available at kidcitizen.net and it's free for teachers and students with uh ongoing support from the library of congress it's been very successful it's uh it's used by teachers and students all over the country um and Wonderful. i should I say never heard that, of it. you know just yeah you know we we're we're a small group and we don't we we don't do marketing but it's it's done very well well, well i'm going to ask you to do me a favor i want what I want to do, I want to do a podcast starring just you and Kid Citizen. Oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah, who it's, sounds uh, like a Marvel hero. Oh, look, in the sky, it's Kid Citizen. Okay? So I really want to do something on this. Awesome. Okay. So thank Great. you. Well, so what I should say to – Thank you. Yeah. So to draw, you know, to draw Dave in, um, Kid Citizen is built on the author platform, which is created by Muzzy Lane. And um, one of the one of the reasons that Kid Citizen has been so successful is that the you know the the author platform is a platform that just works across devices. You know, it's all works in the you know HTML5 front end in the browser. It works everywhere, and you know all across the country for the last five years we've had just absolutely no technical issues. And I think from Dave and my shared work in games and learning, I mean, I think that's one of the things that we've learned is that it's very easy for technical issues to get in the way of students actually working with what you've tried to create. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to Muzzy Lane for the quality of the work they've done. And, and, you know, hence we're, we're building uh, music of us on, on Muzzy Lane's platform and technology. That's excellent, and thank you for that, and a good segue over to David. And by the way, I want to say one thing before we do move to David, and that is this, that music, you said photographs, that's visual. Music is listening, and listening is a too often forgotten critical skill. And if we can teach kids to listen and learn, that's going, and I'm not talking about disciplinary listening, I'm talking about real deep listening. OK, that really adds to the critical skills they need. And a lot of people don't have that skill, if I may. 
okay? And we got to listen rather than talk, and I just think it's very important as part of the the um, the, the um, music of U.S. experience. Now over to so I think that's important. Dave, tell us about Muzzy Lane. You and Bert are working. You're the CEO of Muzzy Lane. Tell me what you do, or tell the world what you do, if I may. Dave McCool, yeah, so everybody. Muzzy Lane is a uh... – we're an educational technology company. Uh, as Bert mentioned, we have a platform uh, called Muzzy Lane Author. We partner with online course developers to help them build uh, simulations and other interactive content easily for, wow. for student learning and assessment. And, and really focused in the last few years on the transition to the skills-based economy and, and using simulations as a way to build um, skills-based practice, skills-based assessment, um, and have just recently released a product called Skill Build Critical Thinking, which is uh, online courses to help people uh, develop their critical thinking skills, uh, assess them, and then give them a micro-credential that they can use in their sort of job search to help improve their prospects. Pretty cool. And, and, you know, you're one of those companies, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, who's sort of in the background of education, one of those hundreds of companies that, that do such great work, but teachers, educators wouldn't necessarily know you're there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, because from, from the work the you do is kind of inside. You know, you know what I'm saying. I hope you understand take that as a compliment. Yeah. No, yeah, the, the offering platform very much is white-labeled into a lot of other people. Uh, McGraw-Hill, for example, is one of our large customers. We probably exactly. serve close to a million of their students this year. But, yeah, but we, we're in the background. But with SkillBuild, we're, we're much more in the foreground, so we'll, we'll be more visible going forward. Okay, so now how do you and Bert work together? Who's the create the creative side, the pedagogical side, the uh, the creative side? Where, where are we? Okay, and Dave, I'm so, asking you. How do you guys coordinate? Oh, yeah. So we're we're the we're the technology underpinning. So you know, it's interesting. The author platform came out of a Gates Foundation research grant that we got back in 2015 that Bert ran the research for, and what it really said. What we really heard from instructors and course creators is they wanted to control the content development. They they had a vision of what they wanted to create. They wanted tools that helped them create the, that vision. So in this case, Bert has a vision for Music of Us. We'll, we'll be providing um, technology features and authoring features that help him create that vision. Right. And by the way, us is, con- is both, both letters, U.S., are capitalized. I, I assume we're like, like United States, USA. Okay? It's the music of America, if I may. Correct? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're 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 leaning into that pun, and and exactly that's exactly <laughs> right. The music of America. <laughs> I'm so clever. I figured that out. I can't believe it. Okay, that that that's it's really it's really good stuff. So, where do you begin? First of all, when will this be available, and where? Uh, I'll go back to Bert here. Bert, where, where where when when will this become available? Where will it be available? So this. So it'll probably be widely available next summer or fall. This spring, we're going to be piloting our first uh, sort of episodes in technology with uh, with some schools in Delaware. But uh, you know, the grant we just got started on this in October, and as you can imagine, wow. we've got to we've got to build the tools and and the episodes and so forth. So we're working madly. Um, to, to have that ready. But then once it's, once it's ready, it will be available to everybody um, on the web at uh, musicofus.org. Great. It'll be free. It'll be free for, uh, for teachers and students with support from the Library of Congress. Um, yeah, and so it, it'll, it'll be there. One Can I ask I, you guys? I wait, I want to ask you guys, when this becomes available, and this is a great show that we're doing now, but 
Can you guys put a reminder, or my good buddy Chris, who helped me set up the show, a reminder that when this becomes available, get back in touch so we can, we, we can do another show and remind people this is available, let's just say in June or something. Would that be okay? Can you guys calendar that? That sounds great. I, yeah, I, I, I would hope you do. Unless you don't like yourself, like like the show today, then you don't have to do that. But I have a feeling you will like it. Okay. <laughs> and I know I'm liking it right now. I hope so. Otherwise, it would just kill my ego. So i got to start. That's right. Your bird, you say you're, you're, you're the creative side. So where are you starting with this? And that's an interesting question. A lot of people, you know, this stuff doesn't magically appear on the website. All the stuff we use on all the websites doesn't magically appear. It has to start somewhere. So where do you start? Are you using music teachers? Are you using historians? Are you using music professors, social studies education professors? I don't know. Where does it start? All of the sure. above. You, 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 you hit it. I have, I, I have a team that includes the, uh, social studies uh, content developers, uh, the head of the American String Teachers Association, uh, a veteran music teacher, and uh, uh, a writer, James Sullivan, who actually reviews music for the uh, Boston Globe, but also is the oh. author of a book, History of 27th, 20th Century America in 50 Protest Songs. So we really, wow. Um, wow. yeah, yeah. And wow. I myself, I myself am a veteran game designer and a musician. Um, so what do you play? What do you so, play, Mr. Musician? I play upright and electric bass. All right. The the, the the queen of instruments. No, just kidding. But... <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay. It, yeah. It, you know, a, a good bass player is is never is never out of work. I will say that. And much. if we learn nothing um, else today, we're going to learn that. Say it again. A good a, a good, good bass, bass player, player is never out of work. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Are you looking for a job? Because we can help you with that. No. I'm really <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so you you get you're a music guy, you're a music guy. You I get am. this, and I have to. For some reason, this morning I was walking around the house humming uh, the times they are changing. Okay, Bob Dylan's great yeah. song. And I don't know why it just popped into my head, like most things. And um, you know, protest songs. You know, just that alone. I'm thinking really the '60s and '70s. You know, it's just so amazing. The, the impact that protest music had on that. And I was thinking before earlier about like um, World War One and all the patriotic music that people love to go to war with. Okay, they love marching down the street and going off to war, waving goodbye to the soldiers. Okay, like over there and all that sort of thing, which George M. Cohan wrote. There's a lot of stuff. How do you go back? Okay, and this is interesting. How do you go back into American history? And I'm going to get back to you, Dave, in a minute, but how do you get back in American history, we don't have recordings of early American songs. This is really an interesting project. How do you how do you build from the beginning? There you go, buddy. Well, it, try that one. Yeah, yeah. So we are we're actually working um, entirely, at least in this first year, with music before 1924, um, because the Library of Congress really wants to emphasize music that's freely available to everybody. That everybody, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we can use, and that anybody who hears it can can work with it. Um, and recorded music sort of starts around, you know, before that, around around the, the turn of the century, 
Right. And there's a lot of, of, of pretty amazing music that we have to work with. You know, we've been looking at, uh, uh, for instance, uh, the composer James Reese Europe, um, who was, you know, an African-American uh, early jazz musician who put together uh, a band and a World War I regiment, went over, you know, fought wow. in World War I with his regiment and his orchestra, the James Reese Europe Orchestra, uh, brought a lot of sort of the beginnings of of jazz music to Europe and uh, uh, huh. so a, a really really interesting character that that I think isn't nearly as well known in our history as Not I, I think that he will be in exactly James Reese Europe um, very interesting guy how do you spell um, his last name U R E P no, it's Europe uh, just like the you know like U- the continent R O P E exactly yeah wow yeah. And um, and then you think about you know spirituals and gospel right that started around that time. Oh, great really point! The, you know, great as the point. recordings come along, and then the early blues singers, right? In a lot of ways, that early blues music was protest music too, right? But maybe in a more personal way. Like we're looking at a song, uh, "You Don't Know My Mind" by Clara Smith, right? Or you think mm-hmm. about house house rent blues, right? That's that's really about, yeah. you know, it, it's about what you know what what um what happens when you've got nothing, or yeah, or can't pay the rent. A, a great right, a great song called All In Down and Out, Arthur Collins and his orchestra from from 1907. Wow. That, um, that became a mo- the model for the later song that we know better called Nobody Loves You When You're Down and Out. Wow, right. but but yeah. So there's, you know, there's there's so much um, there. Uh, it's it's really in a way a problem of making the choice of of what few pieces of music we're going to work with in our pilot <laughs> from the many mm-hmm. that we'd like to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, thank you for that reminder. Gospel, of course, gospel music has been handed down through many many generations, and that would be right, a classic right. way. To look at this. By the way, guys, I'm going to recommend an old movie for to you that's called The Song Catcher. I don't even know if it's still uh-huh. available. Okay, but Song Catcher it was a, it's a dramatic film, but it's about a music professor who goes down to Appalachia and starts exploring in the hills of Kentucky and etc. Where the music came from, and it's really kind of a fascinating music again movie again acted out. But it's considering what you're doing, it might be something you want to watch. Song Catcher. Wow, that sounds great. It and, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But and there's a lot. Yeah. Go ahead. There's a lot of great music of that type that's also in the Library of Congress. Is, um, you know, in in their digital resources that all you know all of, I should just say that there's just so much that you can find at the Library of Congress's website now at loc.gov. You know, for history teachers, or if you're interested in history, photographs, music, documents, they're you know mm. they're working, you know, year in year out uh, in uh, in digitizing more and making it making it available, and that's really become a big focus of the library over the last decade is making what they've got sort of more available to all of us. Exactly, and it's the story of America. Okay, and all that. So knowing all this, let me swing over. Thank you, Bert. Knowing over this, Dave. What happens at your end? 
Okay, when you get this sort of information, what, what, do you, what does Muzzy Lane have to do? I don't mean that way. What, how does Muzzy Lane do its job? What do, you, what do you put together at that end? So we're really uh, – the front end of this for us is very much a software engineering project where, you know, Bert comes to us with his vision. He's got storyboards of what the editors should look like, how the authoring should, should work, and we sort of have to engineer that. We have to software engineer that into something that, that he, he and his team can use to build these episodes. So – it's interesting, and it's it's definitely starting from the Kid Citizens reference reference points. There's a lot of similarities between the two projects, but we basically have to build him an editor so he can start building these scenarios, and then we have to build what we call a player, which is what you would actually run on your device, on your computer, or your your phone to play these episodes. And I think what's really cool that what you guys are just talking about is, you know, Bert mentioned there's only a few uh, pieces of music they can choose for this first pilot, but right, given that they're opening the editor up to high school students and teachers, like that whole wealth of um, of content on the Library of Congress will really be valuable for all of them uh, so they can explore, you know, much broader themes beyond what Bert's able to do. Yeah, they got to be able to do it. You know, the different music engages different students. Kids from, uh, I'll just say it this way, Appalachia may, may be different from kids from New Orleans, okay? And we want to keep kids engaged. We want them to understand history, but history has to be taught in context. And part of the context, especially, I think, since the invention of the radio, part of the context is music, okay? It's, it's, it's always in the background, okay? Prior to the radio, you literally had to go out of your house to find it for the most part, okay? You had to go to church, whatever, but music and band or something but what was what's what something that really just knocked you out just as you're beginning this thing dave yeah i'm sorry i didn't catch that last little bit can you just repeat the question sorry Jumping in for Dave because yeah, I'm laughing and <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing and thinking yeah. that Dave, Dave, Dave is thinking. Well, the surprises that I'm getting are the features that Bert is asking us to do to create for the editor, <laughs> and and uh, and whether he's asking for any features that that can't be built. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, um, one of the surprises has been the extent to which I'm not finding that this has been done before. You know, Larry, you were saying earlier just sort of the importance of listening. It feels like that hasn't really been so much of a focus. And so just the question of how do you build an interactive experience where you start by listening to music and then, you know, as you listen, you can, you can tap to explore things. It really hasn't been done or I haven't found it done in that way. So it's, it's kind of simultaneously really exciting and terrifying uh, you know, that, that really there isn't um, exactly pedagogy for how to do this. So we're really, right now, we're really building our, our software tools to allow us to build our episodes, and we're trying to keep, um, make that a flexible tool so that we'll be able to try uh, having the episodes work in different ways because we really don't know. Like, just, just to give you an example, we might ask a question. You know, as you're listening to this next piece of music, think about what in it might be different from what people of the time were expecting to hear, right? Mm -hmm. That that might be the kind of question we'd ask. And so, and now here comes the music and we haven't told the students what to hear. And so they might, you know, they might tap at different times as they think of different things. And our job, our job will be to have interesting responses for them at the different times that they tap based on what's there, right? It isn't, our episodes are not going to be about right answers and wrong answers. They're going to be about giving interesting feedback based on mm-hmm. what you hear and then sort of start, you know, kind of, and then asking the next question, right? So that the students kind of keep exploring based on what they heard and what they thought. And then the next question to keep them going. Well, starting with yes. skill, which again is reminded me of, uh, you know, when rock and roll first hit. And when rock, I have to say it this way, when rock and roll first became sort of mainstream in the white community, okay, and adults not expecting to hear what they were hearing. I described it as music from the jungle. What the hell's going on here? Okay, and right, rock exactly. and roll. Thank you very much. Yeah, rock and roll is a whole thing. Everybody goes with it. Okay? It was right. just, uh, it was, they couldn't believe this was coming out of all American radios at that time. Okay? White people, I have to say this. Okay? White people felt that way. All right? And then look at, look at where what the impact of that on society is. That's the thing that comes to mind when you make your, when you make your statement. Dave, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Back. Yep. Okay, and I was asking you, I'm going to try one more time before we go. Any surprise, what's your biggest surprise so far with all this? I think it was interesting to how similar the, the authoring environment was to Kid Citizen, and it was interesting to, to just sort of look and see what Bert's vision was and how he was able to reuse a lot of the, the same sort of interactions and student um, experiences from Kid Citizen, even though obviously music is a very different medium than than. Yeah. And what you guys are doing, is, you know, we all know this. I heard the term yesterday, Generation Alpha, which is one I never heard of before. Kids are like 14 to 18 now or something. But, uh, you know, these are all digital citizens, okay? And the, the, when you create something like this that they can use to become interactive with, and that it engages kids of 
economic levels. Okay, because music music can work that way. Okay, it cre- it's really right. something you're doing not only to learn history. Thank right. you so and much. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your beautiful Newbury yeah, Port. It will be snowing on Sunday, just so you know. I know, big storm coming. <laughs> so we hear. <laughs> There's your local weather report. All Thanks, right. guys. Have a good day. Great. Thanks Thank so you. much. Thanks for talking oh, with us. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Wow, that was great. Okay. Okay, let's go over this again. Bert Snow, Snow & Company, the game designer and pedagogical genius. So it's okay. Doing interactive work to create the music of us, capital U.S., okay, from the Library of Congress grant to be used by educators. Okay, the background guy, the, the tech guy, is going to create all the stuff that you're going to use as a resource to teach us context, civics, and skills when this comes out sometime in, in the late spring, we'll say. We'll do another show at that point. So thank you, Chris Peeler. We're going to our next question. Happy New Year. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.